Join Planet Fitness now through June 15th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment and $24.99 a month. You'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fit-tacular. Zero enrollment, $24.99 a month. Deal ends June 15th. See Club for details. Research is happening at any given moment around the world because of the Alzheimer's Association. As the force uniting dementia science efforts all around the world, the Alzheimer's Association is investing $300 million in more than 920 projects in 45 countries. Learn more at alz.org slash any given moment. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network, Exxon TV, and on shortwave. And through our family of broadcast affiliates across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, and now in 20 Asian countries. Our toll-free number is one 877 That's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address is exxon at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our two websites, exxonradio.com and xzonetv.com. I received an email from one of our exxon uh, Nation over the weekend uh, inviting me to visit a website. It's the BFRO website. And on there were three rather interesting photos. The first photos were undeniably bear cubs and uh, the photos were taken with a, a Bushell uh, trail camera automatic with infrared flash. The camera was placed by R. Rick Jacobs. Uh, Rick had placed uh, the motion sensing camera on a tree along a game trail in a remote forest area in uh, Pennsylvania in order to photograph any deer that might be using the trail. He did this in preparation for the fall deer hunt 
Rick was not trying to obtain images of Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Uh, Rick has uh, been invited uh, to come on the show tonight with me to discuss the photographs. And uh, Rick, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, Rob. Rick, the first photograph, undeniably, bear cubs. Second and third photographs, they raise questions. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, in the hands of the BF, you know, the Bigfoot Research Organization, and they're trying to figure out what they are. Now, prior to these photos, or Rick, had you been involved with any Bigfoot research at all? No. Uh-uh. So, how did the BFRO get a hold of these photos? Well. We originally put the camera up on the 16th of September, and we, mm-hmm. and we took the uh, camera down the 21st of September. That's when we saw those pictures. We spent about a week trying to figure out what they were, and uh, we weren't having any luck on our own. So my brother Tom, he contacted BFRO, mm-hmm. and uh, that's how they got involved. And they, uh, like I said, they're, they're still trying to figure out what it is. Now, uh, had you sent these photos to any university or any museum to see what an anthropologist or, or a, an expert in mammals might be able to tell you? No, I, I, uh, I, I did take them to a, to a ranger station up here in north, northwest Pennsylvania, and they, mm-hmm. they said they, were, they looked like a sick bear to them. They looked like, I'm sorry? A sick bear. A sick bear. Yeah, that's what the uh, rangers Uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm having a little bit of a problem hearing you. I, I believe you said that it looked like a sick bear. That's what the ranger said? That's what the oh, people at the ranger station okay. said, yeah. yeah. And now, what is the usual comment that you get from people who have seen the photographs? Well, first they, they laugh. You know, I took it to, to work and uh, showed my friends there, and they, they pretty much laugh, but then they see the pictures, and the, their smile just melts right off their face. And, a lot of guys originally said that they thought it was a bear, too, but even after looking at the pictures, a lot of those guys have, have uh, changed their opinion now, and they, they pretty much are just like us. We don't know what it is. We can't, you know, make it be any one thing. Right. Rick, stand by. You and I have to take a commercial break. Exxon Nation, if you'd like to take a look at these photos, www.bfro.net forward slash A-V-E-V-I-D forward slash Jacobs forward slash jacobs underscore photos dot asp my name's rob mcconnell and we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break in two minutes as rick jacobs and i discuss further these photographs that are now on the bfro website one 877 is toll free throughout the u.s canada alaska and hawaii and we'll be back on the other side of this two-minute break as the Exxon continues live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away now.
Back Exxon Nation, Rick Jacobs is with us. Rick is the gentleman who owns the photographs that are on the BFRO website. Uh, well, the first photograph, undeniably, bear cubs. The second and third uh, photographs certainly um, are not that easy to identify, according to Rick. In the A few minutes ago, he took the photos to the local ranger station, and the ranger station uh, people said it looked like a sick bear. Uh, first of all, Rick, thanks again for joining us tonight. We've got Henry May from the American Bigfoot Society on the phone with us. Hey, Henry. Hello, Rob. How Hello, you doing? Rick. Hello. <clears throat> Go ahead, so, bud. I, I wanted to apologize, Rob, the other night, you know, calling you rude. Oh, don't worry about DM, it. Him, you know. Oh, okay, cool. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Come I on. Know you were just passionate, you know. Yeah, we're big boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to comment on these photos. Um... I'm a little bit undecided on what they show right now. Um, I, I don't think they're Sasquatch. I think they're either one of they're either one of three things. They're either a really sick bear, mangy bear. There have been photos that have been posted on uh, various websites of uh, bears in an extreme state of mange, um, or they are possibly an escaped uh, primate of some kind, maybe a chimp or a pet monkey or something like that or possibly for a wildlife preserve or a zoo, or they're, you know, a CGI or Photoshop job. Um, Now, somebody that I've talked to has examined the photos and says that the chances of it being a Photoshop job, well, no, they they don't think so. And this guy is a photo analyst, so he doesn't think it's a Photoshop job. Um, But he, of course, is also unsure of what the photos show. I don't know. I mean, this is pretty exciting, you know, news. If if indeed this is an actual set of photos of a real Sasquatch. Uh, now, Rick, you're not claiming that these are Sasquatch photos, are you? No, I'm just I'm just saying that we don't know what they are. Uh, we tried to uh, figure it out by looking at pictures of everything we could think of, from monkeys to mm-hmm. different types of bears. And we just couldn't we just couldn't uh, put a name, any one name on. Well, Rick, I, I was wondering if you'd mind if we sent those photos to uh, a couple of museums and universities to see what they say. Uh, I wouldn't mind. Okay, great. And what we'll do is uh, we'll get you back on, and we'll, uh, you know, we'll certainly send you the responses that we get because it's it's a, you know it's questionable. Now I've got to ask you this question: You seem to be uh, uh, you're a hunter, right? Yeah. In all the years you've been hunting, have you ever Experienced anything that might be Bigfoot? No, never. I've never seen or heard anything you know, that I could ever say was Bigfoot. No. Prior to these photos, were you a believer or a skeptic when it came to Bigfoot, or are you just, you know, one of those guys that went, well, if it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not. dedicated some of these people are that are trying to prove it. I, I I think I'm a bit of a believer now. I think there's something out there. I don't think all these people are strong you know, about it. 
so Henry, what's what's your opinion um, after looking at the photos? Uh, I I agree with you. I don't think they're photoshopped because of the uh, uh, there certainly is the time lapse um, indicators on the photos. Um, any ideas? Well, I'm leaning in the direction of uh, them being probably some kind of an escaped primate, like a chimpanzee. Certainly does look like a chimp, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It really does. I'm leaning in that direction, but um, also the, the 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 extremely mangy and sick bear theory. Well, you can't really rule it out, but then again, the uh, the the length of the uh, the, the limbs yeah. kind of precludes it being a bear because bears usually have very short uh, limbs. Okay, so you're uh, another thing that I noticed was the way that the that whatever it was in the second and third photographs uh, looked as if it was actually, con- con- you know, it's just wrapping itself around itself like the chimps and monkeys that you see in the zoo. Mm-hmm. I noticed that too. Now, to your knowledge, uh, Rick, uh, you're, you you live in that area. Are there have there been any reports of missing monkeys? Oh, that's that's one of the reasons when I went to the ranger station. It was yeah. the first week of October when I went to the station. A lot of campgrounds up here, and you know. And I saw a couple guys that worked. There. Well, maybe somebody had their pet monkey camping, which you know <laughs> sounds kind of crazy, but it's possible. And I—that's one of the things I wanted to, to really see if they—if I went there and they said, "Oh yeah, that's you know somebody from just somewhere that that actually lost a pet." Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I uh, Superman, I'm having a very hard time hearing Rick. Is there anything you can do at Master Control? All right, let's try this. All right, Brick, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, great. Um, so you you took now on the on the on the information that is on the uh, BFRO website. There's something about licensing the photos. Yeah, that's just uh, for copyright, you know, licensing. I, I'm it's sorry, we're not into that yet. We're just new at this. All right, let's go to our... Okay, uh, Henry, listen, Henry, thanks a lot for calling. Great talking to you, and uh, keep in touch. All right. All right, Rob, later. All right, buddy, bye-bye now. Let's go to Hen. Uh, let's go to Bill. Hey, Bill, how are you how tonight? How you doing, Rob? Doing, doing good, uh, Bill. Um, Rick, I'd like to ask you a few questions. Um, for one, um, where was these uh, webcam photos taken in Pennsylvania? Which forest? Uh, the Allegheny National Forest. Okay, that's great. And uh, what was your first impression, when, or second impression, when you saw the these photos in the camp? We just were shocked. You know, it was uh, we couldn't figure out what they were at all. Yeah. Um, to me, it look, looks like this. The second photo looks like a primate of some kind. I'm not saying like I agree with Henry and Rob that I can't really say it's Sasquatch yet until someone really analyzes these photos and really researches them. And it's being talked about all over the forums and stuff like that as well. All right, so what's your point, uh, Bill? Well, well, my point is that people are discussing about it, you know, the photos, what what, what could be in, um, in the photos and stuff. And I, I would say it could be a primate or a bear of some sort. And, like, you know, the, I feel that the photos should be more um, researched and right. enhanced. 
Now, Bill, uh, is is the uh, is the consensus on the ch- in the chat rooms and on the net that it is Bigfoot, or is it still a mystery? Uh, they're up and up on it, up and down on it, basically, because you got one side that says it could be a Bigfoot, and the other side says it could be a mange bear or a primate. You mm-hmm. know, and it's just they're still debating about it. You know, I even told them about tonight's show, so if they wanted to call and ask a question or something. Yeah. All right. Billy, thanks a lot for calling. Always good yep, hearing from welcome. you. You take care of yourself now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. one 877 Toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Tell me, Rick, did you think that your photo would become this famous? Uh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. It's been uh, kind of a big shock. <laughs> How's the local media treating it? Uh, so far, I haven't heard anything, you know, from the local media. It, just, it was just released Saturday, you know, mm-hmm. by the BFRO. Uh, I haven't heard anything from anyone, and I, I'm not going out looking to. Uh, sure. You know. Tell me, if the photo was taken in September, how come it was only released on Saturday? Well, we 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 set the camera on the 16th, and we, we took the camera off the tree the 21st, and mm-hmm. like I said, we spent a week trying to figure out what this thing was, and uh, my brother contacted the BFRO on the 29th. And it just took a little time to get for them to to uh, review them, you know, and analyze them and stuff before they realized, you know, they, they wanted to uh, put these out to the public. Are there any other photos that were taken of this uh, anomalous creature? No, those are the only two. There were there were seven pictures on that in that five day span. The first picture was of the tree when we set it set the camera. We mm-hmm. always make sure the camera's working. Then there was three. That was the 16th, and then there was three pictures of those cub bears taking the 16th in succession, like about a half a minute apart. And then the creature thing there comes in a half an hour later, and there's two of that, and that's 8.30 on the 16th, and the next picture is the 21st when, I, when I'm coming up to unload the camera and take the chip home. So there was a total of seven pictures on that, but there's only two of that uh, creature. Certainly uh, fascinating photos, Rick, and I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight. We'll send that photograph out, and as soon as we start getting results, we'll let you know, and we'll have you back on. Okay, thank you, Rob. Thank you very much, Rick, and take care of yourself, and once again, thanks for allowing us to uh, bring you on and uh, to send your photo out. Okay, sure. Good day, sir. Rick Jacobs, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to visit uh, the website and see these photos... Uh, let me see, where is it now? It is www.bfro.net forward slash A-V-E-V-I-D forward slash Jacobs forward slash Jacobs underscore photos dot A-S-P. Now, when we come back from the commercial break, Ellen from Premier Psychics is going to be joining us, and I asked Ellen and her team to uh, tell me, using their psychic abilities, about Bigfoot. Is he real? Does he exist? If so, where is he? Ellen West from Premier Psychics joins me on the other side of this commercial break. Their website, by the way, is www.premierpsychics.com. And if you'd like to give them a call and get a uh, psychic reading, it's one 866 8036593 that's 18668036593 My name's Rob McConnell this is the Exxon on the Talk Star Radio Network and we will be back on the other side of the news in this commercial break as we continue tonight's show live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network and our new affiliates 
CM, uh, CHMZ-FM in Tolfino, British Columbia, CIMM-FM in Uslet, British Columbia, CFPV-FM in Pemberton, British Columbia, and CJSB-FM in Swan River, Manitoba. Don't go away. We'll be back. You tend to disbelieve. Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Swans, what you think I've seen? Something strange, you know. Sasquatch sitting on the side of his knee, and he was talking to Moxie Joe. Where the party they gonna have? Out in the St. John Swans. Sasquatch doing a brand new dance, and he called it the Bigfoot Stomp. Squats dancing around the two big foot boogie in the parallel ground. Welcome back, everyone. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. Our toll-free number is one 528 8255 That's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at one 528 8255 My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com on MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com and our websites, xzoneradio.com and xzonetv.com. We're talking about the photographs that were taken by Rick Jacobs of something that up until... A little while ago was unidentified. Um, the first two pictures, undoubtedly bear cubs. And we've received a number of emails from our listeners who said uh, that one said, Rob, if bear cubs were in the first picture, as we see on the BFRO website, we agree that the other two photographs are definitely of a bear cub. And then one of our listeners did some great Photoshop work for us, uh, or they actually were able to superimpose uh, the skeletal bones of a bl- of a bear in over the um, over the uh, second photograph or the third photograph, and the bone the skeletal bones match perfectly. And I've uh, sent a copy of that uh, photograph to uh, to Rick Jacobs. So thank you very much for sending that to us, and I'll also put that photograph with the credits on our website later on this morning. Joining me now is my good friend Ellen West, who is with Premier Psychics at www.premierpsychics.com, or you can always call Premier Psychics at 1-866-803-6593. I asked Ellen if she would get her team of psychics to try and locate Bigfoot and tell us if Bigfoot was real or not. And Ellen, how are you, my dear? I'm great. How are you tonight, Rob? Super, thanks. Um, so t- tell me, what what was the final analysis when it came down to the uh, psychic examination or the psychic location of Bigfoot? Were we able to locate Bigfoot? Well, now, that just depends. Um, we have some, like our one of our psychics, Mary, believes that 
Bigfoot is real and is has a family in the Pacific Northwest near Yakoma, mm-hmm. something, Washington. Um, Psychic Sandra believes that they're really all over the world, Philippines, Indonesia, Southeast Asia, etc. Um, Cynthia also believes they're, they are real, they're a rare and elusive creature, according to her. And they have a network of caves and tunnels, especially in mountain ranges throughout the U.S., and uh, she definitely believes they're real. Linda Camille had an interesting comment. She um, is Native American, as you probably recall. Yes. And uh, she believes they are real, and she said, I would not say where they are, even if I knew, because I want them protected. Um, okay. So that's, that a good, that's a good point. That's an excellent point. Yes. I thought it was yeah. a beautiful point, actually. Um, and I sent you the full copy of that, but I know we're time-constrained here. Mm-hmm. Um, Hope uh, does not believe they are real. She does see a lot of publicity about the Yeti, Bigfoot, Sasquatch in the very near future, but she does not believe they're a real um, creature. Maria says no, there's no hard evidence, there's no proof, and she does not get a sense that they are real. And I share that. I do not think they are real. I think if they were, there'd be bones, teeth, feces, something to say that they exist. So wow. that's it in a nutshell. We sure had fun with it, though, Rob. Yeah, I, I, I guess the question that the listeners are asking themselves right now is, how can we have some psychics say, yes, he does exist, and other psychics say, no, he doesn't? Well, I think everybody taps into different pieces of the universal consciousness, Rob. Right. And I don't think we're always going to agree on everything. And this has been very interesting for me to observe the psychics that responded, took the challenge seriously, and answered me with great respect and great feeling, as you'll see in in their responses, which I emailed to you, um, respectful for other people's beliefs and opinions. But these psychics really looked at this, and you can tell that in their full responses. It fascinates me that we don't agree. But I also think it's reflective of that stance that we all take. I don't see the whole picture. I see a piece of it as God's spirit universe reveals it to me. That's what I was going to say, because I, I know that certain psychics see a certain part of, of, the, uh, of reality and of the future, mm-hmm. where others see other parts. You know, it's the old scenario that I've used many times that psychics are like AM, FM radio band, uh, radios. Some are AM, some are FM, and others are right across the spectrum. I couldn't agree with you more. I find it fascinating. And the pieces of the mosaic of life, and mm-hmm. we all have a piece of that, we don't have the whole thing. So it becomes quite the journey, quite the experience. How, how important is spirituality when it comes to a person going to a psychic, uh, does this does their own personal beliefs play a part in how you how the reading comes across? Well, I'm going to say no. A good psychic will take their own biases out, their own personal beliefs out, etc., and and look and feel and see uh, what they sense, pick up around the particular question. I I might vehemently disagree with a certain stance that a caller has. Mm-hmm. But I take that out, and I say, what, what can I bring to this question that will guide, enlighten, compassion, show compassion for the question, etc.? Uh, a, a true psychic, Rob, does not judge. All right. As you, as you know, we're coming up to Halloween, and I love asking this question to guests at this time of the year. What's your favorite Halloween story? 
favorite Halloween story. Yeah. Oh wow. Do you get um, a, before you I get guess in? My very favorite has to involve someone that I know very well, uh, and he was a little boy, Rob, and he wanted to be a cloud. A cloud. He was like four. And he wanted to be a cloud for Halloween, and so I thought, oh, okay, this is going to be cute. And I thought about, you know, white fluffy stuff and all yeah. that. But what I did was I ran over to a nearby thrift shop, and there were some old sheets there that had clouds all over them. Oh, wow. And I wrapped him up in this in this sheet. Of course, he had clothes on underneath, but I wrapped him up in this sheet. And then on his head, he had kind of a white fuzzy cap. And he said, hold on to me, Mom. I might blow away. Oh, isn't that beautiful? I love that story. Um, of course, there are lots of others, but that's the one that came to mind. Isn't that wonderful? Tell tell me, at, at Halloween, when more people are talking about ghosts and more people are talking about spirits and the veil between both are at its thinnest, do you get more calls at Premier Psychics? Uh, I don't know about if it's more. I find that around this time of year, actually from now until... Well, it's year-round, but it's more intense this time of year until towards the end of January. People seem to be in a more mystical, magical mm-hmm. mode, and they tend to ask more metaphysical questions. I think it's the season, and it brings out that more uh, we believe in magic kind of thing. We're more in tune with the spiritual realms, and so people get more curious this time of year, I believe, Rob. Do the questions change? Um, to a degree, as time goes by... From 20 years ago until now, yes, I think they do change, although the underlying theme tends to be, is it real? are there ghosts, are there goblins, are there, is there Sasquatch, what, mm-hmm. whatever. There seems to be uh, a, a deeper need to understand matters of the spirit these days than even 10 years ago, I've noticed. I think 9-11 had a lot to do with spiritual growth in this country anyway. What happened in the spiritual world the day that all those souls were taken from this plane and were were tossed into the next. Mm. Um, well, that's the whole show, Rob. But uh, in a nutshell, what I felt, and again, in a nutshell, was this huge kind of releasing of, of earthly energy and a huge impouring of spiritual energy to create unity. And for a while, that incoming energy of unity to provide comfort, support, wisdom, and guidance. You could see it all over the place. American flags flying and the churches overflowing, people talking about who am I in this world, Mm -hmm. what's going on. Lots of babies were born, were conceived around that time. Lots of marriages took place. Lots of friends that had been estranged became unestranged. It was a real outpouring of physical, like I'm released from my body, and that whole impouring of let's be unified, let's hang together, those kind of energies came in with a big rush, like a tsunami of energy. Could we have called this a spiritual wake-up call? Oh, <laughs> and then some, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, like a big alarm clock going off, hello, hello, yeah, definitely. Do you, I do think you... it was a time of self-examination and a time of sensing that we really are all part of a huge tapestry, and forgetting that, we do so at our own peril. Tell me, are you picking up, or any of the other great psychics at Premier Psychics, picking up any strange vibrations throughout the universe? Um, there are some with whom I speak on such matters. 
Um, I would need their permission, of course, to say so on the air. But I can tell you this, Rob, that the majority of the psychics know that we are in a time of transition, going from the sound of sleep, I don't care, um, kind of dead, apathetic energy to more awake, moving forward energy into, look, we better do something for our planet, for each other, for matters of the spirit, all of that. We need to wake up, and we need to wake up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So there is that sense of we're in transition and let's make it a good one. There's a lot of talk of raising the consciousness to the me um, into the us, that we are part of a tapestry. If I hurt you, I'm hurting everyone else and myself. Well, what can listeners do to to help with this transition and to, to do um, to help these in these troubled times? I think one, one of the most important things is to recognize that we all need forgiveness. None of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. And to really self-examine, look at ourselves. Where can I improve? Honestly, I'm not perfect. I know that. But where can I really improve? And where can I put myself in a position to be in service to others? Whether it's you're a teacher, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're a psychic, you're a talk show host. It doesn't really matter what, but how? what is my mark on the world? Who am I going to be so that when I do go to the other side, I've left a positive impression. Maybe I've helped somebody, guided somebody, etc. When you've been... And, uh, of course, a connect. I'm sorry. No, no, go under. Uh, of course, connection with uh, whatever your faith is, whatever your spiritual beliefs are, to walk hand in hand with spirit in some form as you understand it, him, her, etc. When you have been talking to clients and talking on what is happening on the other side, are you are you seeing more and more communications from the other side coming through than there was before? I'm going to say yes to that. I think uh, the psychics would agree that there's more of that. More of us are picking up on uh, communication from the other side and understanding that, that there's a very thin, very thin curtain between this reality and the next and perhaps other parallel realities. I think that more and more we are able to pick up things, sense things, see things, hear things, and it's always to uplift, it's always to guide, and that's a phenomenal experience for those of us in our field, and I'm sure in yours, Rob, there are more and more deeper questions, Mm -hmm. interesting questions. Who am I? What does go on over there? Is that any of my business? Is it okay that I look? Is it okay that I know? Etc. Those questions are coming through more. Yes. Yes. Do you think that for the skeptics there will ever be the proof that there is another side and that there is more to life than what we are told and what we are led to believe by some theological uh, groups? A proof? I'm not so sure that I would... uh, Proof. No, I would say there will not be proof. There are divine mysteries that make us grow, make us imagine, make us stretch, make us search for knowledge that I think are in place on purpose. Divine mysteries keep us in touch with the divine and keep us questioning. If we're questioning, we're learning. If we're learning, we're growing. If we're growing, we're closer to spirit. So no, I don't think that we'll have all the answers while we're on this plane because the mystery is there for our benefit. As you as you know, Ellen, there is a lot of talk that the year 2012 is going to be a negative uh, in the history of this planet. 
I personally believe is going to be the birth of new spirituality. And I was just wondering if you've had any comments on the year 2012. Um, I'm not good at timing, Rob. <laughs> but as far as 2012 goes, I look at that the way I looked at it when we changed over in the computers and everybody said, oh, my God, we're going to have major crashes, etc." cetera. Um, I think that the year 2012 is going to be significant in this way, that it will be kind of a milestone. It will be a place where we look at each other and go, what is happening? And what's happening is a great, another one of those great tsunamis of energy mm-hmm. of who am I, what am I doing here? I think spiritual growth will take a big step forward. But we're taking lots of baby steps in that direction now, Rob, in my Ellen, please stand by. You and I have to take a commercial break. Ellen is with Premier Psychics, www.premierpsychics.com. And their toll-free number is 1-866-803-6593. Ellen's going to be back with us Wednesday night for two hours with Maria doing psychic readings for one and all who gives a call at 1-877-528-8255. My name's Rob McCall. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon TV, and on Shortwave. Eddie Lizard, he a beating the drums And Marcus and George, he's running his guns That was dark in the mountains As the story goes Brought him out Where only the Sasquatch go Moon was playing hide and seek Make the shadows come and go Looking for something they thought they'd find On the Purdy Creek Forest Road The stories that intrigued them They'd heard around the bar Ellen West is my guest uh, this hour. Coming up in the next hour, Patrick Cook will be joining me for the Monday night edition of The Cook Report right here on the Talk Star Radio Network in the X-Zone. First of all, Ellen, thanks very much for joining us tonight. And uh, please thank all the great psychics at Premier Psychics for their input into the Bigfoot question. Oh, I certainly will. Thanks for having us on, Rob. Um, one of our listeners would like to know, Ellen, if they call up Premier Psychics for a psychic reading, is there any area where they cannot go? For example, uh-huh. some some psychics will not go with health, some will not go here, but are there any restrictions to the callers that call up Premier Psychics? Tough question, Rob, because to be honest, it depends on the psychic. Some psychics are comfortable going into certain areas that others are not. Um, in general, I would say no. We, we don't have limits on what we say. Um, death, we don't discuss death. Uh, that's sacred knowledge, and we don't know when you're going to die, so please don't ask. Um, medical questions, we feel very carefully. Of course, we have a disclaimer. Please see your doctor. Yes. Um, if we do get a hit, we will share it to you and strongly advise that you see your doctor. Other than that, it's it's pretty fair game. We're, we're willing to give um, any question our very best psychic shot, Rob. 
Another listener would like to know if uh, Premier Psychics is looking for psychics. Um, absolutely. We, we do have room on our roster. All of our psychics are tested, um, and they can apply. Um, I will send you the link, Rob, so okay. that you can put it out there if sure. you would like to. I'd love to for you. Um, but, uh, yes, yeah, you, you need to apply, send in an application, but then you do a test reading, and you are told uh, within 24 hours whether you are hired. We do uh, pay our psychics 80 cents per talk time minute. Wow. Ellen, as always, great talking to you, and I look forward to talking to you and Maria this coming Wednesday when we do two hours of reading for the Exo Nation. Can't wait, Rob. Thank you so much. Hey, you take care of yourself, my friend. Always great talking to you, and if you'd like to uh, call up Premier Psychics for a reading, their toll-free number is one 803 That's one 803 or visit them online at www.premierpsychics.com. Now, when we come back from the news at the top of the hour, my good friend Patrick Cook will be joining me for another edition of the Cook Report. Also, I will be putting the photo with the um, superimposed skeletal parts of the black bear on our website at www.xzoneradio.com. That's www.xzoneradio.com. And for all of our members of the Exxon Nation who are on our mailing list, I'll be sending you copies of uh, of the photograph that we've received, and I'll also be sending out photographs of the photos at the BFRO website to um, to universities, zoos, and museums tomorrow, and uh, we'll let you know what we find out. Once again, our toll-free number, one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five, and you're listening to the Exxon Radio Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, as we continue after the news at six and a half minutes past with Patrick Cook, and this week's edition of The Cook Report. Don't go away. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proof learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now 
read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232.